do for you now a scene from the hit motion picture Shrek. You ready? Okay. Why don't you get away from me, donkey? What you talk about get away from you? Well, the years start coming and they don't stop 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 coming Totes Ogre. I'm usual host Will, and joining me as per usual is my good buddy Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, Will. How's it going? I'm doing okay. It's a little weird because we weren't expecting to do it <laughs> this way this month, and I don't know if we'll no. explain why, but unfortunately, Chris <laughs> is no longer, or he is, he's with us. <laughs> no longer. I, I don't know what I was trying to say there, but he, <laughs> thankfully, he's he's still among the living. I would I would hope. Yeah. But he is uh, not in this episode. This month of Van Ogre. This month. Yes, yeah. this, this month of Van Ogre Totes Ogre. Uh, weather. Yeah, he, he'll hopefully be with us at a later date. But for now, it's the two of us and a special guest. Joining us once again is our good friend, Ashley. Hey, Ashley. Hello. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so you've been on the show, but I guess you were in character last time. We, we should mention <laughs> yeah. that you were in our June, I believe, episode yes. in season four. Um, yeah, I forget. Ashley is actually my roommate. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> so uh, here we have her. Yes, so, on the show as herself. Yeah, you get the more <laughs> traditional eight ogre totes ogre experience. But yeah. um, what we were surprised about, delightfully surprised, is that you actually <laughs> requested to come on. Uh, usually we have to like we were joking like we usually have to ask people if they'll talk about Master Disguise. You wanted to talk about Master Disguise, so. Could you tell us a little bit about your relationship to this movie? Yeah, uh, when Matt said you guys are doing Master of Disguise, I uh, was like, well, if you need anyone, um, I'm very down. Uh, I loved this movie as a kid. Um, As an adult, I love it for different reasons. (laughs) So you do still love it, though. Yeah, but just in a different way. Um, Do I think this movie's good? No. Do I think it's iconic? Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I this movie is it it is something. It's a a camp yeah. classic. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it it has its, you know, 1% on Rotten Tomatoes yes. or whatever and that that is a well-deserved 1%. <laughs> I thought it was funny how um we we I you know, I bought the movie on Amazon so that's how I watched it and how we watched it. Um, and when we opened it up underneath, it had like other people who liked master of disguise. And the first movie, there is another bad classic movie that Ashley loves, which is zoom starring Tim Allen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) I, yeah, that, that movie I think is it's so funny. It's so bad. It's like Ashley's two favorite bad movies. Yeah. I have a joke that I want them to hold a comic-con panel for the yeah. movie zoom, zoom but replace because che- chevy chase is in the movie oh, and i right. want them to replace chevy chase on the panel with joel McHale, and they just don't address it at all joel McHale as chevy chase. yeah because that movie's <laughs> that movie's bad too not not master of disguise level bad i'm pretty sure i bad. saw zoom once in theaters and my like group that i was with we were the only ones in yeah the that theater. sounds about right 
My, but Matt yeah. mastered this guy significantly worse. <laughs> My, significantly. The main thing I remember about Zoom was that it was one of the first times I remember, like, a movie was being held off from critics. Because I remember, <laughs> like, there weren't, like, it was, like, when I was starting to, like, follow film criticism and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah. you know, it's like kind of like a sky high thing. This could be fun, Tim Allen. <laughs> and like the the paper was like we couldn't get a review or so. It was just like, like I remember like something in the paper said that they they didn't have a chance to see the film or they weren't allowed to see it. And it was just like, oh, geez. Like even as a kid, I was like, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. The, yeah. The, that movie, um, I'm sure it has below a 10 percent Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. as well. Um but Tim Allen's finger moves really fast, and he makes his coffee hot with his fast finger. And I think it's one of the worst scenes I've ever seen in, like, a superhero movie. I always remember the scene where he's running through the desert, and he trips and, like, rolls. Oh, yeah. I remember he's running around the earth. Arse off at that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so you brought up that the movie has a 1% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm trying to find the one <laughs> positive review, because I'm very curious. I never looked up. <laughs> what the positive review is. But I was going to point I, out that on Amazon, it has a rating, like an audience rating score of 4.5 out of 5 stars, which <laughs> a little egregious. It's all my, it's all my reviews. <laughs> I just go on there and I just read, this movie, iconic, yes. fantastic. And then just, I just use different Amazon accounts. <laughs> so I, I'm to blame for that. All right. Figure it out. So this is the one positive review Master Skies on Rotten Tomatoes. It comes from a critic named Prairie Miller from the Long Island Press. And uh, okay. the pull quote that they got is, Carvey has been dipped in fairy dust in a bid to dazzle a new and different kid audience. Um, I don't exactly know what that means. And frankly, I, I think that explains why she is the one positive review of the film. Cause I, don't, <laughs> I don't even think that is a positive review. That sounds like she was like on like hallucinogens. And was just yeah. like, whoa. I mean, that'd be a great way to watch this movie. He's been dipped in fairy dust. <laughs> that would make sense, like, if the one critic that liked it was just, like, on hallucinogens. And was just like, whoa, like, <laughs> what movie did you guys see? This rocks! Yeah. Maybe like, the movie would make more sense. Yeah. He's like, I don't know what movie you guys saw. That was great. And they're like, what movie did you see? <laughs> um, but yeah, so we don't really have anything too uh, specific in mind. So Ashley, do you have any like particular notes from this viewing, or like what was it about this viewing that was so different than like when you saw as a kid? Like you said, it's still great, but in different ways. Could you elaborate on that a little bit? Yes. Yeah, so this movie is very racist, oh, um, absolutely, yeah. which yeah. So as a kid, you know, you I don't like. I didn't really remember, like, all of that. Right, all the racism. And then, like, as I got older and I would, like, see the movie on TV, I'm like, no, this this movie's racist. Um, so it's it's not a good movie. It's not, um, for many reasons, that being a huge portion of it. Um, that scene should be cut out of the movie entirely. Yeah. 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 Um, Unfortunately, but, that's I mean, where they introduce uh, Energy Co., Energy which Co. is supposed yeah. to be important, which, but it's not. <laughs> Which, what, I told Matt, one of my big problems with the movie when I was watching it this time is it introduces so much lore and also not enough. Yes. Um, so it, like, introduced topics that would be, like, like the whatever. Energy co. Yeah, yeah, energy co. But, like, I don't know what that is. They just introduced <laughs> it. <laughs> they explained it for, like, a sentence and then, like, that was that. Back, yeah. 
Um, yeah, it's... so like they kept on throwing ideas yeah. at me, mm-hmm. but like didn't elaborate on them, so they didn't make any sense. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I know think, it does come yeah. back well, but I but <laughs> it basically doesn't. Right. I mean, it may, it may as well not. <laughs> is there like a book that they had on set where like everything was explained in detail, and then like they were just like this movie's not yeah, it's working. A pop-up just, book. just follow the funny. Just follow the funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that has to be yeah. it um, they had to like th- that i can't imagine there's a way that this movie was made that didn't involve it was it was made for an older audience and it was garbage and they like producers realized it and were like well if we can sell it to kids it'll we'll at least yeah. make money back on it and then they like watered it down and that's why it doesn't make any sense your classic like, uh, old dogs or kangaroo jack situation yeah but like also there's parts of this movie that are very not for kids. Yeah, exactly. Like, like the I mean, it's a the post credit, queen. but the but the the tush section where yeah, he's the dark like, energy. Code. Yeah, uh, um, that scene is very much not for children, yeah. and they kept it in for time, obviously. But oh, yeah. like, um, yeah, no, the the movie's not good. But I mean, the turtle club scene is iconic. Oh yeah, um, for so many reasons. Yeah. Um, you know that outfit, him going turtle, turtle. I used to say that all the time as a kid, of just because it was so weird. <laughs> but then, like, as I got older, and you know, the them filming that scene on nine eleven um, <laughs> is probably one of the weirdest film history facts. <laughs> And the one of the probably most upsetting film history facts. I think it's my favorite film trivia. <laughs> um, and Matt, Matt and I had a discussion about it though, where I like to think that when they had the moment of silence on set, that Dana Carvey was wearing the turtle costume. Matt doesn't think he was wearing the turtle costume. I mean, I think like for the sake of the story, it's better if he is. But just logistically, 9-11 happened at, like, 8 a.m. on the East Coast. Yes. So that would have been, like, 5 a.m. in California where they were filming this. And I can't imagine that he would have already been in his costume um, at that point. I don't know. Because, like, the, how long do you think it took to put on the Turtle Man costume? Like, at least two hours, right? I mean, yeah, he has, he has like, the ball the cap and yeah, the makeup. He maybe. was at least in That's the makeup. True. That's okay. All right, all right. <laughs> then I, yeah. all right, I'm on board. Cause, yeah, too, because yeah. also it wasn't, there wasn't the internet as much as yeah, it is exactly. now. So the news wouldn't have, like, gotten to everyone's phones immediately. Yeah. It would have had to, like, literally word would have had to have traveled. I mean, so. it's also possible that they didn't tell him for a while. Like, he was, like, yeah. learning his lines or whatever. And they're like, don't yeah. don't tell Dana. Hey, Dana, <laughs> we got something to tell you, man. Uh, well, because I don't know any other movie. I mean, I could be filming. completely wrong. That was filming on that day, and they've come out and said like, what happened during that day. It's true. And I think the fact that it's Master of Disguise mm-hmm. is just like, it's so bizarre. It's, it's so bizarre. I mean, um, yeah. I would love to know like what was going through Dana Carvey's head. Yeah. yeah. Um. I like to think like I, he like wanted to cry, but he's like, I can't cry. Like the makeup will be destroyed, and if oh if I cry, gosh. the terrorists will win. 
Well, yeah, it's like, I, I don't know. I that, that scene in and of itself is just so iconic. And then the story behind it is so weird. And yeah, I want I want a whole documentary about that day on the set of Master. I want a whole documentary about Master of Disguise. Let's be real. Like another um, history. Because I want to know what, what. Yeah, I want to know like what happened. Like why, why, what was the original script? What did the original script look like? Why does it look like this? That's yeah. I uh, I would I would watch a six part HBO documentary about the Master of Disguise. Um, just get the same people. Six times uh, as long. (laughs) Too funny to fail. The Dana Carvey Show documentary where they're just yeah yeah yeah, have them do the the sequel. This (laughs) yeah, that'd be great. Two turtle for Turtle Club. (laughs) Yes. Hey, Will, yes. you know how we got um, Rex and the boyfriend confused with each other? Yes. Did we address the fact that the Tush Queen apparently dates both of them? Um, I don't know if we talked about it, but yeah, she does the both of them. I think that's why we got so okay. confused. And then Rex, confused. And then Rex is also in that second scene yeah. where she's with the tight blue sweater guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Very it's, confusing. Yeah, it's like it's almost like the script couldn't tell them apart either. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're pretty interchangeable as characters. They both have the same yeah. haircut, same clothing style, same manner of speaking, mm-hmm. same uh, tight square jaw. So yeah. Well, the the Chats. second scene where Rex shows up, he's dressed like in like a motorcycle outfit, so you yes. can clearly tell them apart in that yes. scene. Yes. Um. But yeah, no, I I did not realize they were two different characters <laughs> until this viewing. I mean, character is a bit of a stretch. Like they're just <laughs> yeah, they're just square jaws a- entities. They're flesh bodies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no the the other scene I didn't remember in in its entirety just because I don't it. It's so, like, I'm trying to figure out how to describe I don't understand the final battle. I, do, I don't get it. Oh, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Um, I don't think I thought too much about it as a kid, but what I don't understand what happened. I know you said he was hypnotized. Oh, yeah, she doesn't know why uh, Papa Disguisey thinks that he's Devlin. Well, I don't understand how, like, how, his, like, disguisey, like, energy force or whatever would enable him to yeah. be hip like I, it, I don't have enough backstory of the lore but if he's able to fully immerse himself yeah. into another person's personality on will Did, and you know, be able to like hold that and yeah. then snap out of it so quickly i don't understand how he's so easily hypnotized <laughs> <laughs> yeah it seems a pretty good logic flaw i think the theory we came up with last month is that they had two ideas that they combined into one, which is like <laughs> the first idea being um, Pop or Pistachio has to fight Papa. Like it was like a father and son battle, like, you know, like a, like some sort of like he has to defeat sure. Papa in order to like overcome whatever his insecurities yeah. or whatever. Um, right. And then the other idea is that like Devlin tricks Pistachio because he's such a like white belt of uh of a master disguise that like he's able to manipulate his mind and also because he's like not very intelligent and like he tricks him into like doing his bidding and it feels like the movie just kind of put the two ideas together and it doesn't make a lot of sense but they're just like they're two half ideas that they just decided to combine into one and i don't think it really works either (laughs) (laughs) yeah so 
Uh, did you have any other notes, Ashley, from this viewing? Um, I, I have some notes. Well, yeah, if you want, we can like you know okay. converse and sure. bounce bounce off each other. Um, because I know something that I know Ashley mentioned when we watched it, and I wrote down, which is I don't I don't know if I had ever realized that. So there's the montage at the beginning of the movie where it's pistachio growing up. And they talk about how he was always mocking people and it shows him when he's the kid in science class and blows yep. up. And we see in the credits that those are twins. Yeah, it's uh, um, Zach and Cody. That's, yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know if I had ever realized that that was the Sprouse twins, but Ashley called it out. And I was like, oh my gosh, it totally is. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, they, they were Happy Madison boys. At yeah, the time. they were, because they were after Big Daddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why, yeah, that's why I figured they were in it, because yeah, they, they were tight with uh, Happy Madison. And they were like, yeah, we, yeah. I know a couple twins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, for one gag. <laughs> for one, one scene, gag. one gag. And then the, the yeah. post-credit. Yeah. Uh, post- yeah, there's like yeah. a little post-credit thing where like they, it's at least one of them, I forget which. I can't I can't tell as kids who is who, but um, so, yeah. Wait, which, what's in the post-credit with it's one of like, them? So I think the one that that ma- does the experiment first. I is think the Cole. first twin shown is Cole. I agree. The second twin shown is um, Dylan. 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 Yeah. Okay. And in the cr- post-credit scene, they show they both them move. both because they just yeah. did like the yeah. switch under the table. But there's also yeah. the the scene where it's like, uh, it's like a deleted scene they put in the credits where he's like mocking the bully where he's like, what are you going to do? You're going to cry? And he like smashes his face in with the locker. Um, okay, also... see, I wasn't sure if that was them or if that was the kid who does the muscles bit. Because that's a I different kid. I think it's the Sprouse brothers. The Sprouse? Or I'll have to look I... next month. I, I thought it looked like it looked it's, like it's one. a moment. Yeah. Yeah. I Maybe. mean, who can make sense of anything during the credits? It's just pure... <laughs> the credits is li- it's, incoherent. <laughs> it's just a series of clips. It's pure Dada. We've never met before. <laughs> Yeah. absurdity. I noticed this time there's actually more characters that are not in the movie that are in the credits than I remembered. Yeah, I, and I'm like, part of me wonders if there's a practical joke where someone is just every month adding more, and I'm like, how did I not notice these before? Well, who did you notice this time that you didn't know from the last viewings? Oh, uh, uh, there's the dummy. There's like uh, he's I doing the like dummy. Groucho Marx. He's doing yeah, Groucho Marx. I, I don't think I had noticed the Groucho Marx. He does the painter character where he's like, yeah, oh, Bob Ross draws some yeah. mustache. Yeah. Yeah. Bob Ross, um, bubble man, obviously, um, yeah. there's somebody the else I know. Like there's at least, yeah. Like I there's like, like a, yeah, there's like a Shakespeare looking character. Yes. Oh yeah. Crown. Yeah. Yeah. There's that. Yeah, weird, yeah. I, I want, I was like, wait, what's this Where's scene from? Scene? I want this scene. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, there's a montage, the gladiator parody, gluteus maximus. Yes. Mm, yeah. Yes. Um, that was the one I was thinking of, but yeah, there's quite a few characters. I think those are just impressions they wanted to do that they couldn't fit into the movie. Um, and he's not on SNL anymore, so he can't do them there, I guess. So I, that would be my guess, <laughs> but who knows? Um, and another thing I wrote is how it's wild how many backseat scenes there are in this movie. Like, there's at least four scenes that are just. De- it's it's Papa disguise. He gets in the back of the car in disguise and then takes off a mask yes. and is like, "Boy, that was tough." It happens literally four times, and this movie's yeah. an hour long. It was one yeah, day like, of filming. Yeah, I was, just, I was actually I had that note. I was gonna ask, do you think that was just all done one day? They're just like, we can do this all in like four like four to eight hours. 
Let's just get them all Maybe. done. Yeah. yeah. It would depend on if the celebrities were all available on the same yeah, day. Yeah, it might That's be over only... like two days or something. Yeah. But they got them all. They did yeah. all those. I could see it. Um. Well, Jesse Ventura was probably free, <laughs> even though he was the governor. <laughs> I think at the time, he was just like, "I'll be there <laughs> yeah, whenever you want me to be." <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, have we talked about the scene where Pistachio and Grandpa eat gelato and check out a man? Uh, I don't think we talked about it in depth. I think we might have actually, yeah, I don't think we've actually talked about it at all. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) I just noticed it this time. I was like, what's going on there? Uh, That's just your, your classic bargain bin example of like 2000s homophobia. I think there's nothing really much to it. (laughs) Yeah. It also like didn't make like sense though it's 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 an insert it's yeah. like like there's it doesn't connect to any other scene it's just like it cuts to them just walking down the sidewalk having gelato it's just uh, pistachio points and they smile and they like look and it just pans up and grandpa's like oh she would make a good wife for you and then the guy turns around and they get they have their ice cream cones in the mouth mm. and they're like oh and then the scene ends and yeah, that's like that's it, it. <laughs> Um, they could have probably done that in, like, reshoots or, like, at the end of the shoot when they're, like, we're putting the movie together and there's, like, this, like, lull period where they're just explaining things and we don't really have jokes. Can you, like, do, like, a 30-second mm-hmm. insert where it's, like, something stupid happens? And they're, like, <laughs> uh, I guess. <laughs> yeah, truly. Like, another butt joke, sure. Sure, why not? <laughs> uh, speaking of fart jokes, Ashley told oh, me yeah. something about this movie. I, What's so... That? I don't, I don't know if they won, but okay. I know they were definitely nominated for a Kids Choice Award for Best Fart. Oh, really? For which, I don't, which I one? don't know which. Oh, okay. I don't know. That's the thing. I don't remember which fart was submitted, but I used to love watching the Kids Choice Awards, and I do remember it being nominated for Best Fart because they only had that category like one year. Okay, I got it. For two years. In 2003 and 2004, the Kids' Choice Awards gave out an award for favorite fart in a movie. The winners were Matthew Lillard in Scooby-Doo. That's tough competition. (laughs) That that has to win, right? What? That has to win, right? These are the winners. Yeah, I think, because that would have been the same year as Master of Disguise, right? So I think that's what beat Master of Disguise. Yeah, I was going to say, like, there's no way... Master Disguise loses to the the Scooby Doo fart scene. What's funny though is that there is a second, the, the the second winner is also a movie that we've mentioned on this very episode of the podcast. Oh, Zoom. It's Jerry O'Connell and Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it makes sense. I haven't. I think I saw Kangaroo Jack once in two thousand three, and I don't yeah. remember it. That's okay. I mean, it's not one you really need to remember. Well, it's a award winner. Uh, oh, it is. Well, it didn't win. It was award nominated. It, no, it, it, no, it. No, those Kangaroo two Jack won. won. Oh, it did. Scooby Doo and Kangaroo Jack won. Oh, those yeah. are the two winners. So, two. so Scooby Doo beat yeah, Master Scooby-Doo of Disguise. Beat Master of Disguise yes. Yeah, I mean, Master of Disguise probably submitted the wrong fart. They probably did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they probably did not submit the underwater one. <laughs> the underwater one is the winner. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, did it get any other nominations? I, I, I didn't... They weren't listed Probably some on, Razzies. Maybe. <laughs> but, but did but the Razzies at the, exist then? Uh, yeah, they existed by then. Um, I was just trying to figure out if they got any other Kid Choice Award nominations besides Best Fart. Oh, I think I can get the other nominees 
It was... <laughs> oh, actually, it was not nominated, Ashley. No, yes, it totally was. Oh, wait, yes, it was. It was the second one. I, just, <laughs> I wrote it wrong. Okay, uh, so, the, yeah, the winner was Scooby-Doo, but also nominated were The Master of Disguise, Austin Powers, and Gold Member, and The Crocodile Hunter Collision Course. Okay. In 2003. I haven't... And in yeah, I haven't seen Crocodile Hunter, but... I haven't either. Um, but... I gotta see... Yeah. Okay. Oh, then Kangaroo Jack, Good Boy... Daddy Daycare and Finding Nemo were the 2004 nominees. Finding Nemo's pretty good. That's a good fart that, joke. Which which one is that again? The one the, where uh, the bubble comes up and the the, the pelican oh, thinks nice. like it's uh, that is that is actually yeah. that's one of my favorite fart jokes in a movie. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a pretty good fart joke. <laughs> and it's like you know it's like unless they were talking about like another because there's like a couple fart jokes in Finding Nemo, right? Fart jokes were really popular in the early 2000s. Yeah, that's why the Kids' Choice Awards made a category for yeah. two years. Yeah, they true. should they should bring those back, but at the Oscars. <laughs> yeah. And screw screw most popular best film. Fart, best fart in a motion picture. Yeah, it's like Nicole Kidman comes up to present it. Like they do like those like you know like those like pretentious, serious, just like. For 40 years, cinema has introduced wonderful, you know, like just like, like flatulence. It's something we all need to do, but these brave performers bear their souls and their behind. I don't know some. I, I can't come yeah, up with that. Just spot. some, yeah. some BS. Yeah, love that. Who would win that? Who, who would have won? I don't know. Was there any good fart jokes this I past year? I didn't see it. I yeah. didn't see enough movies this past year. Yeah, I can't. Try nothing. Maybe uh, there's the part of Nomadland where. She poops that's that's not a fart. That's a shark. That's I'm kidding, guys. That's yeah. the joke. <laughs> that would that's what I would nominate. I'm sure there's one in like some bad Netflix movie. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember most of Wine Country, but I'm sure there was one in Wine Country. Well, that was uh 2019, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'd have to we'd have to do more research than do that digging, joke yeah. deserves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but uh did you have any other notes matt uh, i think i had just like two, maybe, um, <clears throat> oh no i just have one more and it's that i like the waiter's reaction to with your attitude they should be called crabby kicks yeah um he just looks like actually kind of offended by it <laughs> I don't know, it was just kind of funny yeah. to me this time. I mean, is that guy even acting? It's just like, it just seems like he's annoyed by like, Dana Carvey's like four hours of riffing at that point. Gosh. I kind of want to talk about the question you asked about. No. No, you don't want to do that one? Okay, we can skip over that. I'll, 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 I'll tone it down a little bit. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I'm very confused by... His pistachio disguise's age being 23. Oh, okay. Well, so that's actually been a point of contention. Okay. We don't think that he is 23. Okay. We think 23 years is how long Grandpa has been gone, but the pistachio had to be, like, at least 10 when that happened. Okay. Because do you know how old Dana Carvey was when they filmed this? No. 47. Okay. <laughs> so here's my thing, though. Okay. I'm confused for the opposite reason. I think he acts younger than 23. Yes. And that's why I'm confused. Yes, Dana Carvey looks significantly older than 23. But his character <laughs> acts like he's 15. Yeah, um, if that. If that, if yeah. that. And <laughs> I just want to know the reasoning behind that choice. 
Yeah. Um, Whether he's got any issues or... Yeah, I just, I don't understand um, how you can have a a man that is clearly older than 23 <laughs> playing a 23 year old, but his character acts like as he's a playing child. a 23 year old as a 13 yeah, year old. <laughs> um, I, I, it doesn't make sense to me, but then he also like sexualizes women very much. Um, and so it, yeah, I don't know what his age is, but he does not act 23, but he's sometimes ageless. he does act 23, but it's only in regards to women. Right. Um, but yeah, I just, it's just, I want to know if it was a choice in the script. If Dana Carvey just decided to act like he was a child still. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, well, it's like some sort of like emotional arrested development where yeah. he, either because he was misunderstood as a kid or like his parents like smother him. And he, he can't like grow up emotionally because they're like so concerned about him yeah. like falling into their legacy or whatever that like he just like emotionally isn't um I can work with than that. 12. Yeah, I can work <laughs> with that too. I can work with that as well. Um but that does lead into a note that I did have which yeah, is um it. you know like the park scene where they're um uh with uh, Barney and the cuteness. And, yes. It's like one shot. Yeah. yeah. Um there's a point in that scene where Jennifer says there's nothing in the job description that says I have to date weird older guys. Um, yeah. And she's talking about Devlin Bowman, but I think that's just yes. Jennifer Esposito not acting and talking about how she <laughs> has to date Dana Carvey in the movie. That was actually a gorilla film. Like, that wasn't meant to be in the right. movie. <laughs> that was like her talking to Dana Carvey, but they just had They were just having rolling. a chat on set. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jennifer Esposito playing Jennifer. Yes. <laughs> Jennifer, uh, what's Barney's last name again? Baker. Barney Baker, Baker yes. Yeah. Jennifer Baker. The conductor of the potty train. Yes. As, yeah. As a. Uh, you got any other notes, Will? Oh, I got a ton of notes, but Ashley, do you have anything else you want to discuss before? No, I do not. Okay. Fair enough, because I always have a ton of notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Where should I begin? Um, I wrote. I have a soft spot for spontaneous dance scenes. That's, I think, the scene okay. that every time I watch this, I get a little joy out of. Is um. Uh, the what's a Tony Montana character, Mr. Peru? Yeah. Where he just out of nowhere yeah, just starts Peru. dancing and like becomes like a music video. He goes, Time to dance. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Something it's about, a weird it's just part. so like like it's like almost like a Bollywood moment where just like yeah. it's a full musical number basically where he's just like dancing and the camera's just like zooming in on like all of his body parts. And just yeah. like it's just an absurd moment though, just kind of I, I admire it for being so absurd. As absurd as it is, yeah. yeah. I can never tell I, I couldn't tell if like the crowd enjoyed watching it though i yeah i couldn't because they seem to be watching it they seem into it and then yeah bowman's like get him out of here he's ruining my party yeah it's it's weird Uh, people complaining bowman was yeah uh i write notes sometimes i don't really know exactly what i mean oh good uh i wrote imagine sigmund freud watching this movie i think because of like the mom (laughs) stuff and, yeah, and like that's with, my guess. Yeah, like where he's like trying to like find his like mother, basically. With well, there's like a big behind yeah, there's even a yeah, there's a part towards the beginning when he like says, like she's she's built just like mama right, or something yeah. like that. Like, yeah, yeah. And Freud weird. just being like, yes, the issues with the the mother. <laughs> 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 and then like he like sees the turtle club scene and he's just like, I don't I don't know about this one. <laughs> I'm stumped. <laughs> Yeah. Um, 
Pistachio's character growth comes from learning to love a woman with a tiny butt. Um, is, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty true. That's basically, I think, what the... Uh, that's, like, the only thing he learns. Right. Because uh, I think that's the point of that scene that we were talking about before, where, like, it's, like, the women, like the army of, like, big butt women, and he yes. has to, like, resist their uh, advances or whatever. And he's yes. like, love is thicker than your behinds. And that's, like, I guess yes. supposed to be his character growth. Is that he? Maybe he can resist their butts. Because I, I totally did not get that. Um, I mean, good for them, I guess. He had some character growth. Yeah, love is thicker than your behind, <laughs> and it just happens in a post-credit scene. Yeah, because like because uh, before he's like talking, he's like, "How could I?" He says something along the lines of like, "How can I love you? Your backside is hideously scrawny, or something." Yeah, it's not, yeah. Then so like that's like I guess supposed to be like what is holding yeah. him back for all reasons. Um, that's what's holding him back so that's the I guess the point of that scene we were talking about earlier where he sees what he thought was a woman with a big butt and he's like finally we found the woman but because it's 2000s we have to have a gay joke for yeah yeah. Uh, is this the horniest PG movie ever yes yeah probably I mean maybe um, Hunchback of Notre Dame I haven't seen it in long enough. Okay. But I, I, I would say, I would add the caveat that it's the horniest PG movie oh, wait. since they added PG-13 as an option. Oh, wait, I just remembered Hunchback of Notre Dame is, I think, G, actually. Well, there you go. So this would, I guess, qualify, because cause there's a scene, I don't know <laughs> if you remember, like, the villain song in Hunchback of Notre Dame is the, like, whatever, the, the father... Priest, right? Uh, ...is, like, tempted by... Uh, like um what's the um Jasmine. yeah or yeah Esmeralda. um Jasmine, Jasmine. is uh, Aladdin um yes. and he's like <laughs> he's like sexually tempted by her and he's like God's or the devil's trying to trick me so I have to burn her to fulfill God's like purpose and stuff like that <laughs> and, which is yeah, I haven't seen Hunchback since I was a kid that's wild that that's it's coming up on my it's list it's one though. of the best villain songs but it's 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 absurd that that's a G rated film <laughs> <laughs> yeah um Imagine walking into this movie with no context and seeing Bo Derek pull off her face to reveal James Brolin. <laughs> James Brolin with like a bad wig and a bad right. fake mustache. But like you don't like if someone was just like not aware of what the movie is or like the plot and you're just like, oh, Bo Derek. It does in this. start I seen with Bo that. Derek and oh, good lord. <laughs> no, it, it it starts with the terrible. Oh yeah, flip the flipbook. Yeah, yeah, the, awful, the my, terrible flipbook. My least favorite part of the that movie. That has like. Um, like a pop song. Yeah. This is gonna be fun. Yeah, that leads straight into the really intense Master of Disguise (laughs) music. Yeah, that transition literally is just jarring. It's jarring. jarring. Um, one note I did have about that is that both this movie and The Cat in the Hat, I realize, have two prominent songs called Fun, where they're they're basically trying to force the audience to have fun. (laughs) I think The Cat in the Hat one works better. I guess. I mean, just that one's more um, indigenous. Yeah, or, that's yeah. where I was trying to find. Yeah. Digetic. Digetic, yeah. Um, indigenous. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, what was I going to say? It was something about. Oh, yeah. So, Will, I, I did a mental count this time. So, I've now got, I've confirmed the numbers. There are two versions of Walking on Sunshine, and either three versions of the master of disguise song or 
three versions where one plays twice or four different Master of Disguise songs. Okay, so there's a M-A-S-T-E-R of Disguise. Uh, there's like the one where it's like kind of sounds like the monkeys. It's like he's, he's the, the master, master of, of disguise, disguise. and you may never recognize um, that one. There's one I, I always forget. Yeah, it's like the hip hoppy one towards yeah. the end. Yeah, that's the third one. And then I think it's it's either like a different mix of the M A S T E R of disguise during the credits, or it's just that same one. I think it's the same one. But, it might be. It sounds to me like a slightly different singer or something, but I could be wrong. Well, I think that's... I mean, uh, I, think, yeah. I think the first one was by, like, a girl group. So it could just be a different, a different like, like section yeah. of the song that's sung by a different member of the girl group. Very possible. So either yeah. way, it plays four times, though. Yeah. <laughs> four theme songs. Yeah. I mean, one note I did write was that the producer put his whole Spotify playlist into this movie. Yeah, truly. There's uh, so many needle drops. It's because, like, every... like. Not, and most of the songs don't even fit, like what they're going for. Oh, oh yeah, that's the other thing. That fun song plays twice as well. Yeah, during the credits and then at the beginning of the film. What's the What's the song that plays during the interview montage that I was like, this song's unnecessary. Oh, it, it's like oh, uh, it's really it's, loud. Uh, Devo, yeah, what, Devo, yeah, yes. whip it. Yeah. Is it whip it? Uh, whip it, yeah, yeah, whip it real good. Yeah, yeah, it's so loud over that sequence. Like he's talking about how he doesn't like. And he's like, no, no, <laughs> yeah. but the song is so loud and it's so unnecessary. Yeah. There's something about that scene that always takes me back because it's just like it's grandpa it's so aggressive, grandpa verbally abusing strangers as yeah. Devo is just playing in the background. Yeah, it's surreal. It just doesn't like it. There's like no build up to it. It's just like, and it doesn't even like explain why he's mad. It's just like him. Nope. Yeah. Like get out. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, a nightmare. Um, yeah. Um, the police being no help is fairly accurate. Yes. Um. Another note I had. Where did Grandpa get a rattlesnake? He. That's a good question. I never really thought about that. No. But, yeah. But also, Grandpa does a lot of things yeah. that we don't know. But how did he get into the building and show up during the fight sequence? Yeah, he was just like, I wanted to see I wanted you. I to <laughs> Your first victory. I was like, what? Yeah. AKA, we wanted him to be in the third act for some reason. <laughs> like, what? Oh, that does uh, remind me. So, I this is a note that I'm making 20 years later that I think they should have included at the end, which is that... <laughs> The show that um, Pistachio is becoming a master of disguise and one with the family, they should have shown him growing a mustache. Because, like, oh, yeah. like, cause, like Grandpa has a big, beautiful mustache. Uh, yes. James Brolin has a pretty good mustache, but, it's, you know, it's very prominent as well. But, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Pistachio is still baby-faced by the end of the film. He should have, like, like a um, like peach fuzz or something. Just, like, something mm-hmm. to show, like... Yeah, there's... He's like, there yeah. look at me, Grandpa. I'm growing a mustache. And they're like, yeah, it's coming yeah. in, Pistachio. Good job. Or whatever. Yeah, visual gag. I agree. Uh, opportunity. So, you know, fix that. Put that in the... Uh, yeah, come on. In the new... In a, in a, you hear that, Dana Carvey? <laughs> um, let's see. I can keep going, but I feel like it's good. it'll get boring if I can just keep reading all the notes. I have. <laughs> you give, me, give me, like, one more, like, note that could maybe have a discussion with it or something. I don't know. Um, well, the last one I wrote, and I don't know what inspired this, but I wrote, this movie is about how our celebrity adoration 
will lead to the downfall of this country's foundation, which I believe is related to uh, how uh, this he gives the stuff to the celebrities. Yes, yeah, I think that's what it's, it's... give them whatever they ask for. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't really know what to discuss. I kind of agree with it. I I agree as well. <laughs> I do not think. It was, I, I, like, like I said, Matt asked me a question during it, and I was like, I think you're giving this movie too much credit. Like, I don't <laughs> think they were actively thinking too deep about this movie. No. So I think they probably just wanted a bunch of celebrity cameos, and they're like, how do we get celebrity cameos? Oh, they can disguise, the disguises yeah. can disguise themselves as celebrities to get things. Because, um, like... Celebrity cameos were huge in oh, the yeah. early 2000s. Yeah. Um, Ginormous. Yeah. So, I I mean, I could be wrong, and they could have really, really thought about all the intricacies of celebrity culture, but in all honesty, the studio probably just wanted some celeb cameos. Mm-hmm. Um, have we talked about how Dino Stantopoulos was a co-producer and, I think, a co-writer on this? <laughs> Was he a co-writer? I forget. I thought he might have like contributed to the script, but I could be totally wrong there. Um, um, you've mentioned it to me, but I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast. Because that makes me wonder if it's like a cat in the hat situation where there's just like too many cooks in the kitchen. Uh, maybe. And like, there's like obviously like like a cat in the hat. There's like clearly like some brilliant like Emmy winning writers, and then there's just mm-hmm. like you know like outstanding production people, but just like there's no one like guiding the ship. It's just like, hey, you know, it wouldn't be interesting if we did this. And then, like, after a while, some people are just like, we can just basically get away with anything. What if we just did this? And then I'm wondering <laughs> if that's the case here where it's just like, you know, the ship's going down in flames. And they're just like, hey, what if we had these, like, just totally outlandish scenes where, like, he dressed up as a turtle and, like, bit a man's nose off, spit it back out, and then just had, like, <laughs> uh, you know, an explosive laugh of... Or whatever. I don't even. I, I always forget how that scene ends because it doesn't have an ending. It's just it ends with him laying on the floor. And he spinning. spins around and it fades. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next scene is uh, Jennifer being like, "I don't know what just happened." Yeah. <laughs> Which is like Same. talking for the audience. Yeah. <laughs> I also. I mean, that could be another scene where she's not acting. She's just like, "I don't." Yeah. I don't know what just <laughs> happened. <laughs> Hot mic. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't know what I signed up for. I thought this would be like awesome <laughs> powers, and. <laughs> I like it. Um, I'm here for it. I don't know. I'll try. Yeah. yeah. Um, trying to see. If there's well, some. We could. Yeah. Yeah. If you got one, any, any anything else you like, feel the need to say. Otherwise, we can just wrap it up. Yeah, we can keep it short. Um, no, Chris. Yeah. No, Chris, to help us tangent more. <laughs> yeah. Um, have we talked about how Pistachio's nose is bleeding after he fights Trent? I did not notice. That. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. It's kind of a dark thing to include the fact that like because like they just kind of get like like a little saucy but like that implies there was like some actual physical aggression and if pistachio is basically like, a, a child in a man's body <laughs> that is kind of a yeah yeah which fight is this that you're referring to it's the one is where this... he meets trent and then like when trent, he first meets him okay and, he's, yeah. and then he like uh spontaneously starts mocking him he's like you know uh trying to protect uh barney right and um yeah so yeah. yeah i don't know um oh here's a question i have this will spark okay. a conversation at the end did adam sandler show up on set no <laughs> no you don't think i think 
he was probably busy filming something and he heard how bad it was going and just didn't show up. I could see that. There'd probably be a picture of him on the set. Yeah. You think he was there during the Turtle Club scene? <laughs> on 9-11, just like, oh, I gotta see <laughs> on the Turtle 9/11. Club. This scene's gonna be oh, great. I gotta see it. I gotta see Dana do this <laughs> bit with the tur- in the turtle suit. I'm, I saw the pictures they've got of it, and it looks great. Yeah. He goes down to the set, and like, oh, shoot, Adam. Uh, well, Adam's the one that told Dana Carvey. Adam told Dana <laughs> about they're 9-11. Like, they're like, someone's gotta tell, and then, you know, Adam Sandler's the producer. I'll so do like, it. I'll, 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 do, I'll it. do it. I'll be the yeah. man here. <laughs> Somebody's gotta be the man. That's pretty good, uh, Adam Sandler. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You're, you've been killing the impressions lately. Uh, thank you. Oh, All right, keep this going. Do, uh, do your impression while telling Dana Carvey that 9-11 just happened. Hey, Dana, look. What, do you want me to I be Dana some... for this? Sure, yeah, <laughs> you can be Dana. I, I'm just going to do him like my normal voice because it's like Dana's just like okay. out of character. That, that but he's wearing yeah. the turtle club suit. Like he's 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 not in character yet. Yeah, so go <laughs> ahead. We're putting too much pressure. I don't have a very good Adam Sandler. Okay. <laughs> Dana, listen. Hey, what's up? Some of the some of the guys were just talking over there. Oh no! And there's there's a bit of news that you gotta hear about. Oh geez, what's what's going on with the Britney Spears nowadays? Uh, Dana, it's a little <laughs> bit more serious than that. <laughs> I don't. This is weird. I don't. Fair enough. I, <laughs> That's like, I'm like I don't. I don't want. I don't want to be on the record as Adam Sandler telling Dana Carvey about 9/11. Fair enough. I don't think that needs to be a thing that exists in recorded form. <laughs> sure. I send it to the Joe Serafini right, yeah, Stan you, you, account. <laughs> I don't want to hurt my brother's <laughs> reputation. That's very thoughtful of you. Um, <laughs> fair enough. Well, uh, if that's uh, if that's all I got to say. Though, yeah. <laughs> uh we can wrap it up there i guess um well ashley first thank you so much for joining us it's been fun no, no thank problem. problem thanks thanks for having Very me nice to, have you. to talk about one of the worst yet best <laughs> movies from my childhood <laughs> it's uh one of a kind i guess it is um oh i should also mention that um i guess by the time this episode is out it'll be released but i was on the most recent episode of Generation VHS, they brought me on for yes. the uh, 20th anniversary of Shrek. So, if you want to hear me say even more about the 2001 film, yeah, 2001 film Shrek, yeah. uh, you can go there and check it out. It was a fun episode, and I'm excited to hear it. Uh, so, yeah, I will have to check it out as well. Yeah, it was weird because like this is the first time I had rewatched uh, Master of Disguise since rewatching Shrek. So. Mm-hmm. Dana Carvey's see the gamut. Uh, lukewarm impression of both Shrek and Donkey was even worse for me this time. Even worse. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, you know, he's not even even trying. I don't you get away from me, Donkey. Yeah. Oh, I I will say one last thing. Yeah. They did mention the Olive Garden. Oh yes. And it gets Ash- points for that because the Olive Garden is my favorite chain restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Um, do they only mention so, it once, or do they mention it twice? Yes. No, no it's it just mentions once it once. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I know there's a scene where it's just like, why don't we get together at the Olive Garden? Yeah. yeah. Which is especially funny, because the family owns and runs an Italian yeah, restaurant, well, if they and be, actively choosing yeah. the Olive Garden. Well, if they yeah. want to be together as a family... They, yeah, they don't yeah. want to have to be cooking. Well, family breadsticks together. Yeah, family breadsticks <laughs> Well, together. also, I mean, that, that's the only way Jennifer can come. Because they, they want to go oh, as a yes. family. He said they have to be as a family. And they're only a family if they're at Olive Garden. Correct. 
Correct. Otherwise, you know, it's it's an unlawful uh, coupling for Jennifer to be seen. there because she's you know the assistant and not his yeah. wife. So yeah. They're... Although during the credits, she becomes his wife. Yeah, yes. they mention Very... in a voiceover. Yeah. It's a... <laughs> Well, they show the wedding. Though. Oh, do they? they? Do. Yeah, it's, it's in the pop-up book, and then you see it in oh, got it. real life. But it's like a shot again. It's like a few seconds long. It's very weird and half-baked. But anyway, Will, yep. would you like to wrap us up? Sure. Uh, well, thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, hopefully next month we have something really fun planned. We kind of threw this one a little bit slapdash because we thought it was happening this time. But, uh, well, that's how the cookie crumbles sometimes. So next <laughs> month I think is going to be a lot of fun. I'm very excited for that. Uh, but until then, I'm and we're and we're happy with Ashley here oh, this month sure. too. Yes, of course. Sure. <laughs> I'm not suggesting otherwise. Like, what is Ashley? I'm, Chopped I'm liver? Fine. Oh, yeah, no, I, I was not. I'm that fine. was not what I meant. <laughs> no, no, I'm fine. I literally live next door. Yeah. You were you were good in a pinch. Yes. Like you said, you you told me at the beginning of the year if we need somebody, yes. you're there. And, yes. And you, it worked. So yeah. So there we yeah. go. And we wish uh, Chris the best. Yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, but I'm Will. I'm Matt. Oh, I'm Ashley. Yes. And remember, kids. Uh, you can say that it ain't ogre. Well, I, th- you, I thought you would say yeah, ogre, and then I'll say totes ogre, and I'll say goodbye. Oh, that works. Sure. Sure. Or unless Ashley uh, wants to say. Do you want to say it ain't ogre? You can fill in her Chris. I'll leave this all in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. All right. So all right. Uh, we'll start over. And remember, kids. It ain't ogre. Till it's ogre. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> So much to do, so much to see, 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 so much to do, so much to see. You are not welcome here. You and you get up.